welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast episode 77. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And uh, how's it going, Fisher? At the minute, I'm just trying to rearrange you into shape because you've uh, you've gone a bit out oh, of shape on the video, but you're all right. I've sorted you out. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> if anyone wondered why Fisher was flying around the screen then, uh, I've now sorted him out. He's all right. I'll be honest, Jimbo, I've not been going to the gym lately, so if I've got out of shape, then I do apologise. <laughs> I'll try. Okay, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in the middle of the screen now, which is good. I've gone off the screen, actually. I'm, oh, hey, up. Right. I'm watching this on a slight time delay, so yeah, we've sorted it. Oh, yeah, we're all right. Okay. Jimbo, good work. No worries. We're working again. So, uh, hello, welcome to episode 77. The title of this episode is Three Tears of a Clown. And of course, that being uh, the reason we've chosen that one, of course, is because of the new tier system for COVID-19 um, lockdowns in this country. Are you ready for your song intro? Go on, Jim Bell, let's play it. Of course, it's a cover or a spoof or a remake of, is it Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Three Tears of a Clown? Motown uh, classic? I have no idea, unfortunately. Well, get up with your Motown. Are you ready? Or get down with yep, it, I'm I should ready. say. Get down with it. Are you ready? Here we go. made a mess of track and trace constantly letting down the public and how he likes to give you rules that his own MPs don't stick to so don't let Boris Gormy expression give you the wrong impression cause really he's bad oh he's badder than bad Public are madder than mad. He's a clown and he's handled this bad. Now there's some new rules for us all that only seem to affect the north. Three tiers of a clown, a new local lockdown. There you go, three tiers of a clown. The intro and the the uh, the title of our podcast. Um, anyway, Fisher. So there we go. Uh, do you want to? Should we get started? First of all, breaking news time. What you got to update us on? Uh, not a huge amount, but I had had my. Um, I was intrigued by the government's new uh, retraining scheme. Uh, if you saw that uh, they recommended people who work in the arts, which very much isn't me and you, but nonetheless, uh, we do a bit of podcasting. So, what do you, what do you mean? What are you, are you saying that we're not art? Not, not quite. Well, we don't work in it. We've got other full-time jobs. We're just dabbling it part-time. Okay. We're, we're enthusiastic amateurs. Um, so I thought, uh, and, and the government, Rishi Sunak, had mentioned something about um, retraining. And a lot of people sort of said, go onto this website and see what skills you've got. And you can, it can tell you what you might do as a future career. So I, I put it in, uh, put in all the details of what I was good at and what I liked. Um, and it gave me back some potential jobs that I could do. So... Do you want to guess at what I could have done? Has it come back saying accountant? It hasn't, no. <laughs> Has it come back saying IT man? Seeing as uh, that's 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 generally uh, how it no, goes it for you. No, it hasn't said that either. Hasn't said that. Um, specific. It said I was a a potential job. The top job that came up for me was sports professional. Really? Yeah. It must uh, know of your cricket skills. Yeah. It said um, it said they're talented sportsmen and women. Obviously, I'd be a sportsman. Um, 
and their pay can basically depend on how good they are. Uh, typical hours is 44 to 46 hours a week. I mean, that's not that's, that's, that's quite specific. I mean, I think if, if I wanted to get to the very top, I'd probably have to do a bit more than that. Um, although it could could involve doing work at weekends, bank holiday, and in the evenings. But do you know do you know specifically what it said as to which sport it thought I could do and I could compete in as a future career? Axe throwing. Not axe throwing. No. You've done a bit of axe throwing in your time there. Years ago, I did a, I did a small amount of axe throwing. Yeah. Mini golf. Not mini golf. Definitely not cricket then. Not cricket. No. In spite of the fact I do play cricket, and also in spite of the fact I also play a bit of golf. Um, darts. No. Snooker. That probably would be no. These are sports that probably would be more synonymous with myself and my ability. <laughs> okay, in that case, is it case. hammer throw or is it javelin or something? Specifically, uh, they said that I could consider a career as a boxer. <laughs> so hold on a minute, right? So, I mean, why why is a government-funded website recommending somebody to retrain as a sports star, bearing in mind that... that let's Come on, let's think. Most, to be a sports star or an athlete or whatever... You generally have to be doing have to be doing that sport for quite from quite a young age, don't you? You can't just generally, you know, not many people. There are a few people out there who do it, but just sort of start whenever they want and then get to the top of the game. Not not many yeah. people, and and you know, you you obviously have had to work extremely hard and have had to put a lot of time and effort in there, and, and obviously I probably had some luck as well along the way to be able to to get to that level. But that's what the government's website suggesting, is it? It's saying that a future. It's it was first choice sports star specifically boxer. There were a couple of. There were, I mean, obviously they've never actually seen me box, um, as most people haven't, because I've not really had many fights at all in my entire life. Maybe we could organise. Um, maybe there's like another podcast out there that might want a boxing match with you. You mentioned that you we could get Dom back on to do a bit of a quiz with us, but maybe you could just come and have a box with us. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's instead of okay. I'm calling it instead of doing the Fisher versus Jimbo with the country music quiz. Maybe we could just have a boxing bout against each other and see what happens. <laughs> what amazing! What don't would that be brilliant? I mean, what a uh, great well, career to, to suggest in uh, in COVID times as well. Yeah, well, perhaps we could have a socially distant fight where we have to keep two meters apart. I think that would probably be the best thing, <laughs> wouldn't it? Really, we'd just be like um, that um, that game. Remember that game you had when you were a kid that you just used to you have to press that button and they just went kangaroo boxing yeah uh, there were other other roles that i could possibly retrain for as well by the way just in case you're wondering in the law and legal sector which was sort of second choice it said i could be a magistrate or a judge i can um, see you in a wig can you yeah I didn't realize you've been looking in the windows um <laughs> also uh slightly slightly different career choices this one as well it thinks that i could be quite good as either an aromatherapist or a massage therapist all right okay I could hmm. I could give myself some massages after I've done all my boxing, really, couldn't I? So, so, so you're kind of suited to the law kind of area sector. Well, not quite, um, could... because then next next on the list is brewery worker, or now I don't quite know what this is, non-destructive testing technician. Mm. So there we go. Or I, to be fair, I could I I think I I think someone like you with your talents, your your knowledgeableness, your 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 brains, you you'd make a very good barrister. I mean, sorry, yeah. a barista. <laughs> <laughs> There's well, nothing wrong with next... baristas either, actually, because they are they are very talented. I would love to be able to uh, do some of the stuff that they do with coffee. Yeah, a proper barista some... as well, you know. Some of the some of the stuff they can do with a really strong coffee, it, uh, it can keep you awake at night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, cause I, to be fair, I was in the coffee shop uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I said, "Can I please have a large espresso?" And the person said, is it sitting? I said, no, I'm going to drink it. Hey, very funny. 
Anyway. Next, next up, though, something that actually might be something that I think you, you th- uh, something I think that you might think will be an appropriate career choice for me. A librarian? Uh, not a librarian, no. Um, um, it's in, it involves sleep therapist. Through, not a sleep therapist, no. It involves looking at things through a telescope, and it's not a professional pervert, as why I asked him to add. An astronomer. An astronomer, yeah. Yeah, see that? I can, uh, I can see you doing that. What I, what I can't quite work out is that um, it says average salary somewhere between fifteen thousand and sixty thousand pounds, mm. which is quite a quite a big gap there. And yet, typical hours between thirty nine and forty one hours a week. What for a, a, an astronomer? An, an astronomer, yeah. Right. Very tight. Very tight in terms of the amount of hours that you work. Yeah. But the amount you get paid. Very varying. The amount you can get paid can be telescopic. Hey. Anyway, um, so uh, do we, is it time to find out what I could do? Uh, sh- shall we do it? Shall we try and put you into the system and see what it comes out with? Yeah. We'll have to do it quite quickly, won't we? Uh, yep. So I'll, I'll, I I'll think it's, is it a good time to... Should we crack open a beer while we're doing this? Because... Uh, I'll, I'll load the internet page. If yeah. you want and, so uh, while we're waiting then, um, I'm on the beer today. Uh, I, because obviously it's it's... A bit, you know, we're kind of, it's getting a bit sad again, isn't it? Because we're all kind of getting back to the stage where we're stuck in. We can't go out for drinks with friends and mix as much as we did before. We're kind of stuck with our household. Nothing wrong with that, like, you know. <laughs> but we're, we're kind of starting to be more restricted again. So I'm having some happy pills today. And this is it. This is happy pills. Um, and it's a, it's from my Oktoberfest collection from a beer, my Beer 52 delivery. Um, it's happy pills, new age pills now. And it's from the... BRLD or BRLO brewery. I think I can't remember D or no. Um, but there you go anyway. That's the, that's the one I've gone for. It's a German beer. So, yeah. And that's for obviously Oktoberfest as well. So, there we go. What about you, Fisher? Uh, do you know Oktoberfest doesn't actually start in October, by the way? It's no. September. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I've got some Goddards again from the Isle of Wight. Uh, it's called Fuggledy Dum. Oh, right. So, so f- following on from Fuggleduck a few weeks ago. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't know if the person who came up with the names of the beers on the Isle of Wight was a bit quirky. I mean, that, that's from Goddard's brew. I think the one I had last time from Yates's brew, which is called the Islander, wasn't it, or something like that? So, yeah, yeah. But as we're at Goddard's, it's slightly like more quirky names. Isle of Wight, born and brewed. Um, yeah, its ingredients are water, barley, wheat, and hops. So the same as any other beer, pretty much. Um, it's got an, an amber taste to it. That doesn't make any sense, does it? It's amber in colour, full-bodied, hoppy, multi ale. Uh, it's great, apparently, if you'd like a pie and a pint. Let's see what it's like. Shame you haven't got your pie. Uh, but yeah, I'm very happy with this, uh, these happy pills. Very nice. Uh, lovely. Lovely stuff. There you go. They have a look at that. Nice, nicely designed can. Uh, anyway, can uh, can we work out what career I should do? Yeah, we can work out what career you should do, yes. Um, first, all, most of these questions, by the looks of it, are you, strongly agree. If this, does, if this does come up with Boxer, we have to have a boxing match at some stage. Hello. That would be very... I mean, if it does come up with a boxer now, then that is going to be quite awkward, isn't it? Because we've probably... Actually, how long have we been friends for? 17, 18 years? Or maybe even longer than that. It's coming, it must be coming towards 20 years now, I think. Yeah, I'd probably say friends for 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 12 of those. Half an hour. See, <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe it would be an appropriate time for us just to have a bit of a fight with each other and just <laughs> scrap out any differences we have. Harking back to that science experiment that you, that you ruined. Yeah. Which completely ruined my future career as an astronomer. Um, <laughs> Right, put me to the test then. So I'm, I'm just, uh, just, I'm, I'm slightly, slightly further away from my desk today, so my, my beer is almost out of reach. Something I'll have to rectify for the next, uh, next podcast. So most of these questions then are agree 
Oh, sorry. Strongly agree. Agree. It depends. Disagree or strongly disagree. So have you got that? Oh, all right. Okay. I was, I was hoping you might be might say agree, and but yeah, never mind. So strongly agree. <laughs> agree. It depends. Disagree or strongly disagree. Okay? okay. I am comfortable telling people what they need to do. Oh, it depends. If it's you, fine. I make decisions quickly. Oh, oh, mm, dis- slightly disagree. Is that not well, an option? Be, uh, that's not an option now. <laughs> disagree or stronger disagree. I'll go for disagree. Bear in mind, it took you ages to make that, so we can't really say agree, can we? <laughs> I like to take control of situations. Oh, agree. I prefer to follow what other people are doing. Mm, disagree. I, I would say disagree. I think you're quite uh, quite individual there, Jim, by the way. I like taking responsibility for other people. Oh, disagree. Yeah, I remember that first time you tried to get me on Penis FM, you had to rig me the right act in terms of what I could and couldn't say. <laughs> I set myself targets when I have things to do, and I usually meet them. Mm, it depends. We're about 15% of the way through this, by the way. Uh, I like to see things through to the end. Uh, agree. Thank you very much. Otherwise, it'd be the end of this week's podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I am quite a competitive person. Agree. Shame you're going to lose in that boxing bout, then, isn't it? <laughs> uh, doing well in a career motivates me. Agree. Uh, I like to set myself goals in. Agree. We're about a quarter of the way through this, by the way, Jimbo. I am comfortable talking. Uh, talk- I am comfortable talking people around to my way of thinking. Agree. I am good at coming to an agreement with other people. Uh, agree. I am comfortable talking in front of a group of people. Uh, well, we've we've got a whole uh, probably what one person tuned in, so I'd say strongly agree. Well, mind <laughs> you, you've hosted award ceremonies and stuff, haven't you? Sir? I have. I have done that. Yeah. I like meeting new people. Agree. I find it hard to understand other people's points of view. Uh, disagree. I like to help other people. Agree. We won't be able to podcast if we weren't you talking to me, what I need to plug into her. I enjoy working with other people around me. Strongly agree. I want to make things better for people. Uh, agree. Is it going to be one about I want to be able to punch people in the face? Is that is, is that <laughs> is this where the boxing thing comes in? I think so, yeah. What division would you class yourself in terms of your weight? Heavyweight, handsome weight, feather weight. Sumo. <laughs> I will get involved if I think I can help. Uh, agree. So it'll be really bad if this website crashes at the end of it, won't it? When it doesn't complete. Uh, I am comfortable in hearing other people's problems. Agree. Um, <laughs> I like to work out complicated things. Oh, hmm, depends what it is. So I'd put depends, I think, for that one. Depends. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I like to get to the centre of an issue. Not particularly. No, I disagree. Yeah, disagree. Okay. I like working with the facts. Mm, neither. Oh, whatever you call it, depends. And, yeah. I like working with numbers. Strongly disagree. I enjoy learning new things. Agree. I enjoy coming up with new ways of doing things. Agree. I try to think differently to others. Strongly agree. Uh, we're about two-thirds of the way through this. Well, obviously, I appreciate you didn't like working with numbers, but that's about... Um, <laughs> Stop <laughs> it, I don't need these numbers. Go on, move on, move on. <laughs> I like to use my imagination to create new things. I agree. Strongly agree. Strongly Jim, that's got to be strongly agree. Bear in mind, you do your business Strong, be presentable. Strongly agree. I like to try new things. I'm sure we've had this question already. Strongly agree. I enjoy creative activity. Strongly agree. I'm into my art and stuff. Life drawing like- every Thursday night. <laughs> the, the, the participants oh. don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I like to focus on details. Agree, again, at the uh, life art classes. Um, definitely. Yeah. I plan my day so I can use my time the best. Uh, oh, disagree. Not very organised, to be honest. That reminds me, I forgot to do something. <laughs> yeah, we didn't press we didn't press record at the start. <laughs> I like doing things in careful order. Oh, I disagree. I like to follow rules and processes. Disagree. I feel restricted when I have to follow a routine. Disagree. Uh, agree. 
Agree. For about, uh, there's only about 10% that's left, by the way. I like to see the results of the work I do. Agree. Even Strongly if it tells you you're going to be Strongly a agree. Here. Even if I have to listen back to this trash to see how well we've done. I like to get involved in making things. Strongly agree. I enjoy getting involved in practical tasks. Agree. So it can depend, can't it? Because if it's like lane, like brick lane or something, I've got no chance. Did not come up saying you should be a tiler. Uh, it didn't. It didn't. It, it made me thought that I, having done my one bit of tiling in the past, I've just kind of hit the. It's it's like uh, you know the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> but, you know you don't do something like that twice. Once you've done it, you've done it. Um, I like working with my hands or tools. Oh, uh, what's that referring to? I like working. Uh, I'm assuming sort of manual work as opposed to anything Ooh. more unusual. I like working with my hands or tools. Oh, let's say uh, disagree. I suppose I enjoy planning a task more than actually doing it. Disagree. This is why we don't have a good. This is why we don't do much planning. Right, and your assessment is complete. Here we go. Here we go. Right. So let's see the results. So that's so genuinely one hundred percent. Your assessment is complete. I'm ready for my new career, Fisher. Tell me let's what I'm going to be. The results. There are eight eight career areas that might interest you. Okay. First up, first up is hospitality and food. So there's two more questions to answer. Yeah. Are you comfortable working with a team? It, it, are you comfortable working in a team with other people? Yes. Okay. Are you comfortable in talking through things with people so that they understand? Yes. Okay. It says in this area you would be very good as a chef. Oh, of course I would. Of course. I I have the, the some of the beans on toast I've made in the past have been absolutely incredible. Or, or failing that, so next up, a cake decorator. <laughs> so all of that, and it wants me to make cakes and. And, and and which is nothing wrong with that, but I I I uh, contributed towards making a cake the other day, and it ended up on the Great British Bake Off's website. <laughs> and yet you get told that you could do it, as, even though you've never made a cake in your entire life. Also, it's promotions in the line here because it says um, your third choice is head chef. Oh right, so okay. Next up, though, uh, in the next area is uh, animal care. All right, yeah. So what, I went to see some horses is... the other day and a small Shetland pony. Did you enjoy that? Uh, I didn't. My daughter did. So you, did, did she ride on the pony or the Shetland pony? Or the pony, yeah. Is there a future career for there as a show th- jumper I, or horse racer? I reckon so, yeah. yeah. Anim- animal care. Let's uh, let's have a look at your results in animal care. Uh, <laughs> genuinely true. First up, second career area, animal care. First thing it says, horse groom. I don't know if you can <laughs> see that on there. I've got... No, I've got the equipment. Because my, because because my, I was taking my daughter to see my mum's uh, horse for the first time, um, yeah. which I've only, you know, seen maybe once in the last sort of couple of, you know, 10, 15 years or something, um, or twice maybe. I, I, I've got oh, now... I've got a horse grooming kit in the back of my car, which my mum gave to my daughter to, to bring when we go and see the horse. So I've got... I've got I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the... I'm ready for it. Horse grooming. Uh, ne- next, next up, RSPCA inspector or assistant dog trainer. Yep. Oh, sorry, it's, sorry, assistance dog trainer. Yeah, I'm, gonna so say, I'm assuming that's uh, is training guide dogs. I'm going to say I don't want to be an assistant dog trainer. I want to be the actual dog trainer. So, so there you go. There's a couple of careers there. I don't know if there's another area we can do as well. The third area. It, it boxing, got boxing. Is, come on, boxing. No, 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 boxing's not on there. Um, there was a third area which was cake decorate animal care. Retail and sales. Okay. Uh, and answer two more questions on retail and sales. Are you able to control your emotions even in difficult situations? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. yeah. And do you think you're good at staying calm under pressure? Yes or no? Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know for sure. 
31 roles in this area that might be good for you. And first one, top of the list, is call centre operator. Right, okay. Um, oh, and then next to that, a leisure centre assistant. Well, why not? Well, thank well, you for that, Fisher. Um, so, uh, they're, they're future career choices for you. Uh, unfortunately, the bad news in this all is that we are not going to have a boxing bout against each other. That's so, dis- Never mind. Very disappointing. I bloody love this podcast. Guaranteed lols, says Ray from London. This podcast is so funny. From Pekka39 in Twickenham. Today's episode had me crying with laughter. Amazing podcast. From Lynn Krull in Southampton. These are the reviews of a completely different podcast. But you can leave us one, the Waste of Web Space podcast, just like that. By going to any of the podcasting services and telling us what you think. And giving us a five star rating. And sending us things and whatever else. Please leave us a review on our Twitter account, Instagram, Facebook, video, YouTube, wherever you listen, or on any of the podcasting services, you know, and that'd be nice. Thanks. If anyone has done this uh, government uh, retraining quiz thing, let us know if you've uh, got any interesting results as well, because obviously uh, I'm heading off for a career as a horse groomer or a cake decorator now. Might even do both and might might make horse cakes and then groom them to be even better. Take the hairs well, out mate, of the cake. I was going to say it might end up with quite a hairy cake, so it probably <laughs> won't be very appealing. Uh, yeah, well, can you? So we're, we're running a bit later than what we normally do, so uh, Fisher, uh, do you want to do your show and tell item? Uh, can do. Um, do you want me to? Yeah, that's good. yeah, I've got it here, so I might as well do it. So I wonder if you want to roll it over into the next episode. But we might, we might as well do it because you've already advertised it, haven't you? Uh, so it's this. It's a vacuum. I'm not sure if you can see it. It's a shark vacuum. Okay. Uh, have you used one? I'm not sure if you do much vacuuming uh, at all. I did a lot. Lots. When I messaged you with lots. I, I, I vacuumed the car yesterday. Did you? I did. Well done, inside or outside? Uh, well, I, I, I should have done. I should have done the outside because there's where my car parks. Uh, there's a tree just above it, and obviously the time of year we're on, it's yep. it's got it's one of these. It must be the worst type of trees for giving off leaves at this time of year, and the thinnest of thinnest leaves that go everywhere. So yeah, I might as well have hoovered outside the car because I can't I can't open the door without leaves getting in the car at the minute. But anyway, so what's the story about this, and what what are the two potential stories about this vacuum? And I earlier on when you told me you were bringing a vacuum, you only said in your in your message back to me, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sh- do a show and tell about a vacuum. <laughs> I had to double check what you meant by a vacuum, didn't I? Uh, you did. You did say, do you mean a vacuum? To which I said, well, I'm not uh, going to do a, an area completely devoid of any atmosphere. I thought he was going to do something like really futuristic. No, not, not quite. I say it's, uh, although I would say futuristic, I mean, you can, uh, you can control the amount of suction that this has got via this, uh, this little thing here. I bet that's been handy. You can press <laughs> compress this and the top of it comes out and, um, I, had to, I had to reply I mean it's a replacement uh, my old vacuum cleaner uh, it was a Dyson ball cleaner and I got a bit confused as to quite what it did and ended up in hospital so um, so anyway this vacuum this vacuum cleaner the shark uh, what is the interesting story behind this and in particular it involves my wife not particularly using this vacuum cleaner very much oh so is lazy it, is it is it that she doesn't use this vacuum cleaner very much because she doesn't like the fact that I bought it her for her birthday. <laughs> oh, you can't have done that. <laughs> or is it the fact that she hasn't used it very much because 
I only got it today, and I was a bit short on ideas as to what to use for my show and tell item. <laughs> Therefore, I decided to use this. Number two. <laughs> Number, no, we're not even going to discuss this. Yeah, well, let, let, let's just have a tiny bit of discussion then. So I, I don't have you down straight away. I don't have you down as the type of person to to buy your wife a vacuum cleaner for a birthday, unless she specifically asked for it. But if she asked for it, then why wouldn't she be using it? Um, I don't think that even if you did buy a vacuum cleaner, I I think that you would have got something else, and that would have just been be kind kind of because you needed uh, something, and maybe you got it at the same time as it was her birthday. Uh, yeah, so we were in need of a new ba- vacuum cleaner um, at the time, and it was in lockdown, um, so we weren't really going out much, so we couldn't do some of the things we would normally do on a birthday. And yeah, as you get a bit older, sometimes you buy things for the house and all that sort of stuff. So I thought, as well as some other things that I was getting. I will also like as like a bit of a joke like Mr. Sheen, uh, like <laughs> yeah. dust cloths, <laughs> yeah, new, new dishwasher, sweeping yeah. brush, um, yeah. yeah, rubber gloves, yeah. Um, I thought I would also get this, and also because she quite likes the Baby Shark song, <laughs> uh, and it's a shark vacuum cleaner. I thought I could like mess around and sort of like we'd have a bit of a laugh doing it, and everyone find it quite uh, quite amusing. So um, is, is that the is that the uh, is that the baby shark model? Is there also like a mummy shark and a daddy shark model as well that's slightly bigger? Uh, no, this is the well, this is the um, it's got the pet hairs on it because we've got a cat. Um, so it's got the so it's it's got better suction. It's got anti wrap technology so that it's um, if you've got some long hair, they don't get sort of caught in the bristles. And it's also got the. It's got some attachments. So you don't get uh, your uh, your your lawyer's, up. your sort of um, magistrate's wig in your new career caught in it. Uh, exactly that, yeah. Um, if, for example, I've got any injuries, if I've got sort of like blood falling off me after I've been boxing, yeah. just hoover it all off. Or the cord right. from your boxing shorts. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that, that, that's that story. <laughs> so, number two is I, you just left it so late you couldn't think of anything, so you decided to use the new hoover that you've only got today and you've not used it yet? Um, well, I, I have used it. I mean, I gave it a bit of a run round earlier on just to see what, uh, just to see, just to see how mucky my carpets were in the first place, to be fair. Um, it's, it's quite impressive. Got quite a lot of suction on it. Um, and I did have something else lined up potentially, but when I saw this Hoover, I thought, it's not a Hoover. It's actually a vacuum, but it's Hoover is just a commonly used trade name. So I'll tell you what, I've got to try and get this on the show and tell. So when, when um, was it an online purchase or was it something you went out to buy? Uh, purchased online. So it arrived today, so there was some real jeopardy as to whether or not I would actually have this item or not. Yeah. Well, if it didn't turn up, it would have sucked, wouldn't it? Hey! Thank you. Um, so I reckon uh, I'm going to go with my first instinct, and I reckon it was the second one, and you've just got that over today, and you thought, you know what, I'm going to use this as show and tell. Okay. Of course, obviously, you are right. Well done. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure we'd be speaking right now if you'd have uh, bought and bought that Hoover uh, for your wife's birthday. Uh, so anyway, well done. Thank you for that, Fisher. Thank you. Okay, so it's uh, it's it's quiz time, Fisher. Uh, we're going to do a quiz now. Uh, and a few weeks ago, I, re- I in in the last one of the last episodes we did, I was doing some something about celebrity. Oh no, it wasn't. I was doing things about 
people's weird names that have been in the news and stuff like that. And you remember that I used Ralph Lauren. I think it was like Ralph mm. Shitsling yes. or something like that, weren't it? Yeah. So I thought like that, yeah. uh, a few weeks ago, I thought Morris. maybe I could. Yeah, it was something. It was something weird, weren't it? Yeah, I mean, even if that wasn't his name, it's still quite amusing to refer to him as Ralph Shitsling. So. <laughs> I can't. I can't exactly remember what it were, but it, it was. It was funny all the same. So I thought what I'd do today is I would do a quiz about celebrities who don't use their real name. Uh, they've got stage names or whatever. So it, it can the quiz is there's a few different types of questions for each one. So first of all, I'm going to give you the celebrity's na- real name, and you've got to try and guess who that celebrity is. Now, obviously, if you don't know, because you might just not you might not have absolutely any clue, and you can't really guess because there's millions of celebrities. Um, then what you can ask for is an extra clue, which will be a two two words that describe that have something to do with that celebrity so we've done this in the past as well haven't we where we have to describe a celebrity with two words once you've managed to get that right or not get it right then there's an extra additional question about that particular celebrity something you might not have known about them okay a bit of a is it this answer or is it this answer okay so first of all then uh celebrity number one is somebody called peter gene hernandez any idea who peter gene hernandez uh is otherwise known as um, Peter Jean Hannah. Well, it sounds it's got a bit of a slightly Spanish uh, tinge to it, somewhere along the lines, hasn't it? Or South American, maybe. I, no, I don't. I don't know for certain. What I do know is um, is that Bruno Mars isn't called Bruno Mars. So I wonder whether, and I think his name is something like that, and he's Bruno Mars is Cuban. So I'm going to say, is it Bruno Mars? Your next clue was going to be your two words were going to be Uptown Funk. So well done. <laughs> Correct. Art Robinson. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bruno Mars. Uh, so your question to do with Bruno Mars is, is, and this, again, links back to last week's episode, if you remember, um, we kind of revealed how tall we both are. Uh, so am I taller than Bruno Mars? So your possible answers Ooh. are yes, no, or we're the same height. And we're talking about me. Okay. Can you remember last um, week's discussion? Or last episode's discussion? Yeah, did you say you're about five foot five, five foot four, something like that? Um, uh, obviously, I don't know if you know this, but Bruno Mars, it was recommended that his future career be a Shetland pony groomer, so he's obviously quite short himself. <laughs> um, I think that, I think I think you're slightly I think you're slightly shorter than Bruno Mars. You think I'm shorter? You have a couple of in- Yeah, I think Bruno Mars has a couple of inches on you. No, we're exactly the same height, me and Bruno Mars, five foot five. So there you go. All right. Next then. Uh, who is Catherine Hudson? Catherine Hudson. Um, ooh. Uh, let me know if you want. Let me know if you want the extra clue. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think of people whose whose name might be something like Catherine. Because normally, normally there's some kind of connection to the name. Um, but I can't think of anything obvious at all, really, as a Kath or a Kate or something like that. So. I'm going to ask for the clue, if that's okay, please. And your clue, your two-word clue is Kisses Girls. Girls. Oh, oh, it's, um, I think, yeah, it's Katy Perry, I think. There you go. So, in February 2019, Katy Perry had some shoes in her fashion brand removed from sale. Why was this? Number one, or A, it transpired that the shoes were partly made from whale skin. The singer wasn't told of this before they went to sale. Or two, B, sorry, two, whatever, one or two, um, they were accused of using racist caricatures, um, blackface in particular, as part of the design. Uh, I mean, using using whale skin is probably not a very common 
common material for shoe, as far as I'm aware, is it? I mean, dried. You can have leather and all that sort of stuff. That can be dried. It's soaked through most of the time, isn't it? <laughs> Lives underwater. <laughs> no, 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 it's not been in the water for a long time. Yeah. Um, I think that I think it's going to be the racist design. I would have thought probably. Well done. Correct. Uh, they obviously denied that there was any any sort of um, anything in that other than it just being yeah. a bit of a design sort of flaw, really, that didn't look particularly great. Uh, next then, uh, Nita Lee Hirschlag. <laughs> Sorry, what was that surname again? Nita Lee Hirschlag. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't have many that are as good as, uh, or any really, that are as good as um, Ralph Lauren's real name. Uh, so I'm, I'm assuming, is this someone with German connections or Central European name of some form, sort of German, Austrian, something like that, you would have thought? Or you're just not going to give you it? Very much. I've got some audio listeners. Not sure. Not head. sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that. Oh, I, mean, I don't really know, to be honest. So I'm going to ask for a two word clue, please. Skywalker Mum. Oh, uh, Skywalker Mum. Now, this is. This probably gives you a, an idea of my knowledge of. I didn't um, think this would be an easy on, one for you. Uh, I, know, on. I know you're not very good with films, are you? No, I, 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 and if, I, I'm. Probably proved that point quite well by the fact I should have said Star Wars and for some unknown reason I said carry on, um, <laughs> which is which is as far as I'm aware a completely different, um, completely different film series. Although carry on Star seen, Wars. <laughs> yeah, if you've ever seen Princess Leia, you know she's got those two big things on the side of her. I think I should just wear bra and bra popped off one time and landed on the side of uh, side of her. So I oh, Luke Skywalker's mum. It's not it's not Carrie Fisher, is it? So she plays Princess Leia. Uh, which other females are in the Star Wars films? And I, I don't know, to be honest. You're going to give up? You have to put me out of my misery. Yeah. So it's Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. And your two, uh, your question for this one then is, which of these is true about Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman was discovered in a pizza parlour age 10 by an agent who wanted to sign her as a child model. Or number two, her granddad was a World War II criminal. Um, ooh. I tell you, it's not a very awkward conversation to have, sort of going up to one side. I would like to use your child as a future model, you would have thought. Well, um, Andrew in Pizza Express uh, said not. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, jo- I'm only joking, I'm joking. Um, I, th- I think I've heard something about her and her, sorry, is it father or grandfather? been involved in World War Two. I'm going to say it's the second one of the two that um, a, a World War Two criminal was in her family, or a World War Two villain was in her family, somewhere along the lines. So, no, she was discovered uh, by, a, in, in, by an agent in a pizza parlour uh, who wanted to sign her as a child. She turned it down um, as a child model, but that kind of propelled her into acting and things like that because she was spotted and, and various things like that so that kind of got her into yeah. uh, acting so that's the true one there there was a bit of truth in, well not not a bit of truth in the second one the second one actually her great grandmother was a spy for the british uh, in world war Two. uh so right. she didn't have a great granddad who was a, a war criminal it was uh or granddaddy war criminal it was a, a her grandmother great grandmother who was a spy for the british in world war Two. uh next then uh Jaquin, uh, I don't know if I can say this right. Jaquin Raphael Bottom. Right. Jaquin Raphael Bottom. Oh, I don't know if I've said his name right. Um, I don't think I've realised how obvious this one might be, by the way. Well, I want to say is it Wacking Phoenix, but I, I don't know. Um, is that is that how you say I'll, is that how you say it? Uh, if if it's River Phoenix's brother, then his name more commonly is called Wacking Phoenix. Yeah. 
That's the one then. <laughs> right, okay. Is it, is it the person who played Johnny Cash in Walk the Line? That's it, yeah. The, the same guy who plays uh, Johnny Cash in Walk the Line and he was the latest Joker yeah. as well, which was going to be your yeah. two-word clue. But I love that film, great in it, Walk the Line. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was his real name. Um, Raphael, uh, how do you say it? Wha- wha- how do you say it? Wacken. Uh, Wacken, Raphael, name. Bottom. Um, then your two things about him then. So, which of these is true? At age six, he changed his name to Leaf, but started using his real name again when he was 16. Or at age six, he changed his name to Wire, but started using his real name again when he was 16. Is it Leaf or Wire? Um, well, it could be, could be either. I, I, it'd just be a pure, purely a guess, whichever way. So I'm going to say he went with Leaf. So yeah, that's right because he basically his, his brothers or his other siblings were they all had kind of natural sort of names, didn't they? They had River, yeah. and there was a, I can't remember the the other one, but there was there was there was a couple. They, they all had names that kind of were like natural elements or things like that. Um, so yeah, he yeah. changed his name to Leaf, but then changed it back again, or went started yeah, Bridal pa- Bridal Path Phoenix, um, Limestone Quarry Phoenix as well. <laughs> if, uh, if you're familiar with their work, um... <laughs> next then. Henry Charles Albert David. Henry Charles Albert David. Who is Henry Charles Albert David? No, no, but I think it sounds like his parents couldn't really uh, happen upon <laughs> a correct first name and agree on one, so they just eh, stick them all in there, it's fine. Um, no, it's not really coming to me, so I mean, got I s- more details. I mean, I suppose if I, if I gave a last name, maybe it would give it away, but I don't think that includes their last name. Oh, actually, hang on. Sorry, can you just repeat that again, please? Henry Charles Henry- Albert David. Is it Prince Harry, isn't it? There you go. Yeah. Prince Harry. Uh, and which of these yeah, two sorry. which of these two things did Prince Harry allegedly do? Okay, you ready? Both uh, of them. <laughs> number one, drank lager out of a shotgun barrel. Or number two, drank champagne out of a prosthetic leg. Oh. <laughs> um, sorry, that, uh, yeah, that does remind me of, uh, of something that uh, someone I know who wants... Uh, it did something similar to that. So I'm going to say, is it a prosthetic leg? Or a... I think he might have drank champagne out of a prosthetic leg. Well done. That's according to actor Dominic West, who's from Sheffield, or was born in Sheffield, I think. I don't think he spent much time in Sheffield, but he uh, was born and went to school in Sheffield, I think. Dominic West, if you, if you know who he is. Wasn't he in the news, Dominic West, last week? Sorry? Wasn't he caught... Dominic West was in the news last week. Was he caught? Was he caught allegedly kissing one of his co-stars... And him and his wife came out of their house and wrote a note for the um, journalists who were at camps outside their house saying that our marriage is fine and there's no problem here whatsoever and left a really nicely handwritten note pegged to their gatepost, pretty much. What what TV show was it that he was a, a, allegedly seen? It was Surely surely wouldn't have got caught kissing one of the cast members on the TV programme The Affair. Uh, I don't know. I think it was. Um, oh, what's her name now? She's um, she's in Mamma Mia two. All oh, right. Okay. Um, she, she plays Meryl Streep's character years ago, and she's in um, she's in the Darkest Hour as well. Churchill drama. Uh, Lily James. Right. Okay. I think I might have completely made this up, but I'm sure that happened. And I'm sure like um, he came out, and it was a bit like remind me a bit of that sketch on Little Britain where yeah. the uh, Tory MP supported by his wife saying that he, he accidentally. Um, Accidentally fell over on the man's erect penis at the time. And <laughs> anyway, it seemed a little bit odd. Next, then. Ad- I, might, 
I might have got confused between who that was, but I think that might have happened. (laughs) Next then, uh, Adam Richard Wiles. Any idea who that is, or do you want an extra clue? Adam Richard Wiles. Again, that name rings a bell from somewhere, so I, but I can't, I can't quite think where. It might so not could, ring a bell, uh, but it might push some buttons. Again, that probably doesn't particularly help me, and especially spin the, some discs or decks. Uh, is it? Well, I'm assuming it's therefore a DJ of some form. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's Calvin Harris, isn't it? Like, there you go. <laughs> yep. And which is these these are true about Calvin Harris before he was famous. He worked in a fish factory or he was a professional footballer. Well, sorry, or did he do a quiz on the government's website that told him he could have been a professional footballer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, I seem to remember reading something saying he was quite a good football player in his younger years, so I'm going to say he was a professional football player. Stunk. You're kind of right. Uh, he, he he was quite a good footballer, but he wasn't ever professional, but he did work in a fish factory. Yeah. Uh, next then, Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanotta. Uh, uh, I, yes, I do know who that is. It is uh, Lady Gaga. Well done. Your clue there was going to be meat dress. Which of these is true yeah. about Lady Gaga? Number one, Lady Gaga appears in Toy Story 3. Or number two, Lady Gaga hired a vomit artist to throw up on her during a performance in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, two very different clues there, really, aren't they? <laughs> uh, 2009. She'll probably, I think she's probably, probably only just starting to be famous. 2009, maybe. Around probably 2007, 8, she probably started um, throw up on her. Yeah, go on. But there's no thing as bad publicity. I think she's probably someone to throw up on her. Yep. Uh, a British vomit artist as well, it was. Come um, on, yes. Come on, another one for Great Britain. We've, we produce the finest vomit artist in the entire world. Number eight, Onika Tanya Mirage. It's not Nicki Minaj, is it? Well done. Yeah. Uh, your clue there was going to be big arse, but that could have uh, resulted in many different answers from yourself, I think. Um, I'd have gone for Piers Morgan. So... <laughs> <laughs> Which of these then uh, is true? She was sacked from her job as a, at a lob- lobster restaurant before she was famous, or before she was famous, she worked at SeaWorld before she became famous. Said that twice, but anyway. Oh yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't really know who she is to be honest. But I, all I know is that um, yeah, I only guessed at her because her surname sounded a bit like Minaj. So I'm going to say that she used to work at a, a lobster restaurant or seafood restaurant. There you go, and she was sacked from it. Number nine, Albert Brooks. Mm, Albert Brooks. Mm, there's no one really particularly who stands out as might be called Albert Brooks who's got names similar to that, so I'm going to ask for the... Ask for my clue, if that's all right, please, Jim. Cleverest scientist. Oh, is it, is it Einstein? Well done. You've done well. Uh, so which of these is true about Einstein? Number one, he was a supporter of Hitler. Or two, he married his first cousin. Um, we had something come up in one of your quizzes, actually, about Einstein a few episodes back, I think. Yeah, I think what I said was some long lines of that he married his, his student. one of his students, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did he marry his first cousin or his support? Was he a support? Because he was... Einstein was sort of... 90, was it 19, 10s, 1920s when he was doing a lot of his work? 1930s? Could he have been... I don't think he was a support of Hitler. I'm, I'm going to just... I'm going to say... I'm going to say that he married his first cousin. I'm going to be nice to him. Yeah. He actually, uh, I think he renounced his German citizenship and uh, I think he fled pretty much. Uh, I don't think he was, you know, into all the nationalism and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, he was a, 
he was away from that. Um, but yeah, he did. He married his first cousin. His second wife, he paid off his second wife. He, sorry, he married. She was his second wife, his cousin. But he paid off his first yeah. wife with his uh, Nobel Prize money for the divorce. Yes. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Maurice Micklewaite. 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 I think <laughs> his, his surname is Micklewaite, <laughs> and I think it's actually Michael Caine. There we go. I thought you'd get that one. Um, yeah, so number one, uh, one or two, which is true. Uh, Michael Caine can't drive in any scenes in movies of him driving or either body doubles or done via special effects and editing. Or number two, Michael Caine spotted his now wife, Shakira, in a television commercial. He tracked her number down um, to get in touch with her and ask her on a date. Michael Caine's married to Shakira? <laughs> to a lady called Shakira. <laughs> All right. So not Shakira, not Shakira, not, Shakira. Not, yeah. not hips don't lie. Uh, Shakira, not the she wolf. Uh, Shakira. Right. Okay. So right, that, that, that's cleared that bit up. I mean, obviously, I think Michael Caine is notoriously quite a bad driver, which is why the bus got kind of stuck on the edge of the <laughs> cliff on the Italian job. I, I don't know my films very well, so I'm, I'm hoping that is part of what happened on the Italian job. Uh, he spotted his wife. Could he have spotted his wife on TV and just sort of phoned up and said, "I want to marry her." Um, I yeah, go on. I'm going to say yeah. I'm going to say that he. Spotted his wife Shakira on TV and phoned up and said, "I want to marry her," and got the details. The rest is history. Well done. Yeah, that's true. So you're learning things new here, aren't you? Um, yeah. Next then, Car- uh, Karen Johnson. Karen Johnson. Uh, well, neither of those names particularly ring a bell or seem to indicate towards anyone. So I'm going to I'm going to ask for a two-word clue, please. Fart cushion. Fart cushion. Uh, a Whoopi Goldberg. There you go. Which apparently she got her name from farting. Apparently, she actually got her name from her ability to let off big farts. Apparently, uh, so which of these is true? Um, that happened in 2016 during the Oscars that involved Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, number one or number two? Uh, number one is a beauty blog tweeted a picture of Whoopi Goldberg uh, with the accompanying tweet: "We had no idea at Oprah was tattered. We love it because they had a." She was the picture of the person, yeah. which was Whoopi Goldberg, had a tattoo, and they mixed up to be Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. Or number two, actor Alec Baldwin was introduced as the next person to present an award, but Whoopi Goldberg walked out onto the stage because there'd been a mix-up with the running order. Mm, well, obviously, it's not the... It was famous, the, the Oscars, a few years ago for uh, revealing the wrong wrong movie and getting uh, confused with the envelope and lots of stuff, but could they, could they mix up the order? Surely they must be able to see the person there, work out his, but yeah. No, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that someone confused her with Oprah Winfrey. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Uh, obviously, they apologised. Uh, next then, Terry Jean Bollett. Sorry, Jimbo, the the, uh, the stream line up. went a bit yeah. Terry, bit dodgy then. Next one is Terry Jean Bollett. Terry Jean Bollett. Uh, to be honest, I thought it was easier to work it out when I couldn't hear what you were saying. But, um, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm going to have to ask for some clues there, Jim. Blonde wrestler. Oh, um, of course, that's now my new occupation, uh, if I don't quite <laughs> make it as a, as a boxer. I'm, I'm going to say, is it possibly Hulk Hogan? Well done. Um, so, early this year, a court case involving Hulk Hogan suing a gossip website finally ended with an out-of-court settlement. What was the case about? Number one, the website had leaked a sex tape allegedly featuring Hulk Hogan and his friend's wife. Or number two, the website had accused Hulk Hogan of stealing his Hulkamania gimmick from a semi-pro wrestler in the early 70s. 
Um, oh, there are a couple of rumours knocking around about Hulk Hogan that I've sort of seen in the past, but I can't quite remember what they were. But I, I'm going to go with the sex tape, although I think there might be a sex tape involving not his mate's wife, but someone else in his family. But I'm going to say that anyway. You are correct with that one. So, yeah, uh, they leaked a sex tape allegedly featuring Hulk Hogan and his friend's wife. It's not the first time Hulk Hogan's caused substantial damage in the ring. Um, but anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, next, Steve Lind Judkins. Steve Lind Judkins? Um, no, no, ask for, ask for a clue, please. Blind Singer. Oh, uh, well, St- Stevie Wonder. Could have been the opera singer who was blind. But then been, yeah. if he was called Steveland, that would have been uh, quite unusual. Uh, so you know, next then, uh, so which of these about Stevie Wonder is true? Number one, in 1973, he was involved in a car crash, which put him in a coma for several days. He woke up without his sense of smell and taste, but thankfully he regained them soon afterwards. Or number two, he could briefly in see, so he could briefly see in 1985 when doctors performed some surgery using new state-of-the-art methods. Unfortunately, he reported only being able to see for seven minutes before his vision worsened and eventually he lost all sight entirely again. Um, actually being able to see for a few minutes and then losing it again. Um, I'm, I'm going to say he kind of uh, lost his lost his sight in a... To be honest, I'm still coming to terms with the fact that his real surname is not Wonder. Um, <laughs> yeah, never, never thought that it is a ridiculous or a very unusual surname to have, if, particularly for someone as, as wonderful as him. Uh, I'm going to say it was involved in a car accident and therefore lost his vision in that. Well, it was lost his smell and taste. Uh, and smell and taste as well, yeah. And it can, it's just it's worth fun. pointing out that he wasn't driving. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Say, no wonder he crashed. And it and it, it it didn't have a it didn't have COVID nineteen either. Um, anyway, and the last one then, Michael Douglas. Oh, um, it's well, it's Michael Douglas. No, it's uh, it's not. It's there's another actor called Michael Douglas, isn't there? Who had to change his name from Michael Douglas <laughs> uh, to something else, and he changed his name to uh, Michael Keaton. I think. Well done, yeah. Uh, so then, which of these is true about Michael Keaton? Number one, Michael Keaton was originally offered the lead role in the film Groundhog Day. Or number two, Michael Keaton was originally offered the lead role in the film Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, when they rejected it, they offered it again. Um, <laughs> I, oh, well, I'm assuming he was originally offered the uh, lead role in the film Groundhog Day, I guess. Huh? You've done really well at that one. I, I didn't think you'd get that one. Well done. Oh. Thank you. There you go. That's all of the questions done. Did you enjoy that? Brilliant! Thank you very much, Jimbo. Well done. No worries. And of course, we'll uh, we'll we'll think of some of a random sort of quiz to do next week. But now, a word from our sponsors. Did you want to buy loads of pasta ready for lockdown? Were you put off by a few silly people? Were you unsure about buying pasta and then the penne dropped? Do you want to buy some pasta ready for a second lockdown, but you don't have the cash available? If so, call Canaloni the money to buy some pasta, and we'll give you the short-term funding you need for your pasta. We spoke to Linguini, who used the service. I used Canelone the Pasta to buy some pasta after I heard their advert when I was doing something to pasta time. Their service is great, and I can now buy loads of pasta that I'll probably never eat. We also spoke to Ravio Lee, who appears to have a name which suggests he's half Indian and half Irish, so I've no idea how we're going to portray his accent. I've got all of the pasta, and I'll eat it on St. Patrick's Day. Canelone the money to buy some pasta for all your pointless pasta needs.
Okay, so it's time for news, and uh, I suppose the first thing to kick off with is that uh, we we are we we're, we're tier two, aren't we? We are a tier two COVID podcast, aren't we? Yeah, we are high risk. High risk, is that right? Yeah. Um, obviously, there's three tiers, which are medium, high, and very high. It's a bit like when there's you plenty in... of tiers if you end up in tier three. Uh, well, that's if, if you're allowed to go into tier three, if you may not object to it, or the government don't put you in because they've had an argument with your um, city mayor, Andy Burnham, in Manchester. <laughs> we don't really want to go into tier three, and the government said, all right, then we'll not put you in. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, didn't realise it was that straightforward. Well, you should go in. Well, we don't want to. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't really kind of um, give a clear impression of what they should be doing. It doesn't make them sound very authoritative. Look, I, our, um, our government fully know what they're doing, you know. Let's, you know, they're getting these tests out, sent out to, to the places they need to go to, albeit a lot of them have already been used, like the ones that went out to Birmingham just the other week, some used uh, COVID testing, but they know what they're doing. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think Matt Hancock has gone in for the uh, government's um, get a new profession scheme, and uh, it was recommended that he could try organising a piss-up in a brewery for his next job, but he wasn't sure whether he was actually capable of doing it, unfortunately, so uh, we'll see what uh, see what develops on that. Well, well he attempted it. Apparently after the 10, 10 o'clock curfew, uh, I think he sounded like he was in the brewery, uh, well, at least in the pub after the, t- allegedly anyway, I don't know if that's actually been confirmed or not, but uh, again, there are, are rumours of, of uh, MPs making these decisions who are just, but, but, but obviously it doesn't apply to them. Oh, can you imagine going out for a pint with Matt Hancock, I mean, honestly, it's not really bad <laughs> thinking about it in general, does it? It's worth He all, was definitely drinking alone. Probably worth all the pubs in the entire country just shutting down just to make sure you never have to go for a pipe with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just the actual system itself of medium, high, and very high. It makes it sound like it's McDonald's chips, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Whereas, what size do you want? Do you want regular, large, or well, I can't even remember what they're called now? So it used to be super sized, didn't it? Super sized. I thought the three. Oh, it might be medium, regular, and large, or something like that. Yeah, I think um, I think they took I think they took the uh, super size off. I don't think they do super size anymore. I think they stopped it. Only do large. Do, I think they still do three sizes of chips, don't they? Cause, well, but I don't know. On stuff like that, what what they don't want to do is small, medium, and large, because no one wants to have the small one because you don't want to have something that kind of takes as being small, um, unless kind of it's you're trying to rank your yeah. You'd have thought sort of low would be actually be quite a good thing to be put in, but obviously they're trying to. Ensure people are still still mindful of it. Um, well, that, that that's been one story. I'm not sure if if you've got much more to comment on that particular issue at all, Jimbo. Or we want to try and move on and talk about something else. Yeah, not particularly. It's just uh, I suppose I suppose a lot of people just were a bit angry that uh, it seemed to be very targeted towards the north, didn't it? A lot of the a lot of the measures, uh, and obviously the way the funding sort of been distributed as well during uh, various lockdowns and stuff like that hasn't seemed to be or according to a lot of people hasn't really been that fair as it as well so uh, but anyway uh, yeah should we talk about um our our the absolute disgrace of us missing out on the uh, on the honors yeah so i'm just looking at, uh, well i'm just looking at mcdonald's app and yeah they, they do they do now do small medium and large fries so well, right. well done mcdonald's for proving me wrong you <laughs> yeah, um it used to be the case did regular and large and king size and all that sort of stuff but yeah they've gone back to a normal naming convention so well done mcdonald's well, yeah, we, we missed out on some honours. Um, however, certain other people didn't. Uh, Marcus Rashford didn't. Uh, he got an MBA. Uh, so great to see that a Man United player somewhere on the lines has won a, tri- won a medal this year. Yeah. So well done on, on that. So point. what did he do? He basically sorted out school dinners, didn't he, for kids during uh, COVID-19? Yeah. But, you know, what about dinner ladies? Good point, yeah. Dinner lady down school didn't get one money joking, of course. No, he did deserve it, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, what he's also said is that he wants the... 
governments will also try and get school meals for people during the October half term and during Christmas, uh, to which the government have said, uh, no, we're not going to do that. So they sort of, I wonder whether they thought, I'll tell you what, we're giving him his MBE now. I think he'll, think he'll shut up for a bit and not try <laughs> to keep costing us money and uh, you know, trying, to, trying to make sure we don't let kids go hungry. Yeah, dear me. We can't, we can't afford to do that. I know we can afford to do that thing where everyone got like 10 quid off the meals during August and that will fine. So, you know, and Surely they can afford to do it though because they saved a bit of money on the track and trace system, didn't they, by just using Microsoft Excel. <laughs> so there's, if they actually use the Microsoft Excel spreadsheet and put all the numbers into that, they might see that there is a little bit of room there to allocate more funding to, to school dinners. It's just a simple formula, isn't it? I mean, I did answer the question earlier that I don't like working with numbers and stuff, but every now and again, I have to use an Excel spreadsheet. And you probably do as well, Fisher, in, uh, during your time accounting. But it's quite a simple formula that you can do there, isn't it, to work that out? There is, yeah. Although I think you're wrong when you said they've saved some money on the track and trace system. Because I think it's cost about £12 billion, actually. <laughs> it's one of the most stupidly expensive things ever. And yet the technology behind it is a very old Excel spreadsheet and didn't work properly for a little bit, which meant that some people weren't contacted when they should have been. But, uh, but never mind. Uh, another person who's got an honour, Joe Wicks. You see that? Um, also, I think being given an MB for doing his um, doing his uh, sort of PE routines in the mornings, keeping every, keeping the nation fit. The nation's PE teacher. Well yeah, done, Joe. He stopped doing that, didn't he? Because he said he needed to spend more time. He needed to have more time to himself or something. But he only did an hour every morning, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, it's like me saying, you know, I, <laughs> to work. I'm not going to do this anymore. I need to spend more time for myself. But if you only work an hour a day. To be fair, the hour the hour of day of exercise that he did was like one hour more than I've done sort of true, during that true, period. But yeah, true. was wear him out a little bit. True. So, didn't he break his arm at one point? But still carry on doing his things. Yeah, I remember that. I remember he had a, a cast on. Uh, oh, he had a cast with him as well. I mean, Gordon Bennett. So <laughs> I thought, well, are they going to get an MBE as well? Or are you just, just him it? But yeah, I think it's going to be quite interesting when he goes and gets his honour because he's probably going to kneel down in front of the Queen and then he might stand up. They might do a star jump. He might do some squat thrusts and it's. Yeah. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's been in the news. Someone who's already got an honour, Sir Elton John. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that he's been in the news this week? Has he? Or last week? Well, yeah. he's been in the news a couple of times because he's he's settled a, a bit of a dispute with his ex-wife, hasn't he? Um, uh, well, hang on. Don't talk about her. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. We're not allowed to. I remember yeah. that now, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that was basically what he was saying because yeah. she was depicted a couple of times in a film and a book and uh, she didn't really like it. Mm. Although I think it was kind of agreed that he was actually fairly complimentary towards. Wasn't having a go at her, but yeah, she just got a bit of a mention, and she doesn't want to be mentioned. She wasn't at all. keen on the film either, was she? Her portrayal uh, in the film. Yeah, I'm not too, I think she only appeared in the film a couple of times, but yeah, I don't think she was happy about that either. She wanted to be basically rewrite the course of history to ensure that um, there was no mention of her at all. But yes, Sir Elton John, one of his old beds has been auctioned. I think it raised about a thousand two hundred quid at auction. All right, yeah. Um, so has he been getting some new furniture? Hey. Anyway, well done, very good. So what, like, so he's he sold his his old bed? Has he has he sorted a new one out? Um, I don't know. I think a quote from Elton John said, um, "I'm still standing." Hey, <laughs> was there any other reason to mention in that joke that that uh, that new story? Uh, no, that was basically it, weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, what else has been in the new Jimbo? Well, there's a politician in Brazil. Uh, who was caught with £4,500 stuffed down his pants in an anti-corruption raid. Uh, apparently, he just sort of stuffed all the uh, all the notes down his pants when, when they were sort of raiding um, the apartment. So he was caught with his uh, pants down, weren't he? Or not in yeah. this case, actually. Pants up. Pants yeah. up, yeah. yeah. Uh, but apparently, he had, to, he had to unbuckle his belt and uh, 
you know, reveal his underwear and he was caught red panted because uh, it was they were, <laughs> it left a left a sock in the wash with his uh, with his whites, a red sock. But uh, anyway, no, but I mean, it, it was funny because I was reading the news story. If you look at the article, I found it on Sky News website. Um, but it, it's a funny quote saying that the police officer noticed a uh, as he as he was walking through the property, he noticed a big bulge in, his, in the front of his trousers. <laughs> Maybe he just likes men in uniform. Uh, I don't know, but that was uh, that was in that was in Brazil anyway. And then uh, somebody else who who embarrassed himself a little bit recently was a burglar in Sunderland uh, who burgled a house, uh, but was caught when he's he left his bag there, which had his letters in it to his home address. So they found lots of letters with his address on it, and therefore went and arrested him. Well, that's not a very good thing to do, is it? Because not only is he giving away his address, surely when he's stealing things, he will more often not put the things in his bag. <laughs> so he's given away his address and he can't carry stuff out. Like he can't carry as much things out as he would like to normally. <laughs> oh, what an idiot. So there you go. Just uh, a few things I thought we'd mention, uh, but quite a short news bit today because we've, uh, we've, we're, we're, we're getting on for time, aren't we? So uh, we're now well, going to, we're now going to go over to uh, Fisher, who's got an, uh, another feature for us. Okay. <laughs> And it's going off the back of the uh, ignoble things that you did last week, isn't it? Yes, uh, I did the winners of the ignoble awards in 2020, uh, and they're awards given out in various fields for effectively doing things that are a bit stupid, a bit pointless, a bit incompetent. Uh, so I thought it was that good that I'll jump back and have a look at the 2019 awards. And uh, so next year, yeah, I'll probably uh, next week I'll probably do the 2018 awards, 2017. All oh, right, okay. Backwards. So you're going to make this last like a while. That, so. Uh, possibly, because I was quite impressed at some of the things that were coming out. So I'm not going to do it every week, but uh, I was quite quite pleased with what uh, material we got there. So I thought I'd uh, run through and do a few more based on uh, on uh, the awards last year. Uh, we've got ten questions as to who won various awards, and uh, let's let's well, obviously there's two options: one's true, one's false, and uh, we'll take it from there. So first up, what won Silvio Gallus the award for medicine in 2019? Was it? For assessing whether the cuts and grazes of people that ble- uh, was it was it for assessing whether the cuts and grazes that people bleed happen more depending on how hairy the person is, or was it for collecting evidence that pizza might protect against illness and death, particularly if the pizza was made and eaten in Italy? So the first one there was: Do people's cuts and grazes bleed more depending on how hairy they are, or are you mo- are you more likely to be protected from illness and death if a pizza? that you have is made and eaten in Italy. What was the name of the the person who won the award? Uh, Silviano Galassus. So suggests he could be Italian himself then? Could be. And therefore could be hairy maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, okay. So I mean there might be something in, in the hairiness thing because you know you, you might be hairy if you've got certain types of hair follicles which might be deeper or more close to the surface. I, I don't know. And that again might playing into sort of how much you bleed. I don't know. So let's go with the first one. There's a bit more, you know, it was more than just pizza. You think you can't stick a plaster down it properly because of all the hairs there, so it's like bounce straight off again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're wrong, by the way, it is the pizza. Just makes me want a pizza now. Yeah. Maybe we could do that instead of beer. Yeah. On a future podcast. Uh, what one? thing is, I've, I've now drank all of my happy pills and I'm sad. Uh, so <laughs> I would, would actually say this Fuggledy Dum from Goddard is actually quite nice. I'm, I'm very impressed with that. Mm. Um, so well done on that uh, that bit. 
So what won Karen Pryor the award for medical education? What was it for using the simple animal training technique called clicker training to train surgeons to perform orthopedic surgery? Or was it for advocating medical students basic... Uh, was it for advocating teaching medical students basic human anatomy by reading them the Funny Bones books? So this is a bit like... Um, so w- w- in terms of the clicker thing, it's where they might have been performing an operation or they might have been doing something and she would have been going... Like every time they were getting it right or doing yeah. a slightly different noise or different speed of clicks if they were getting it wrong. Which you could have just done that by communicating or whatever. Saying you're getting it wrong or, or whatever. And then the other one is... What was the other one again, sorry? Uh, the other one was that she advocated teaching medical students basic human anatomy by reading the Funny Bones books. The leg bones connect to the knee bone. Yep. The knee bones connect to the shin bone. I don't think it goes into that much detail. Ada likes it, but I've uh, not quite remembered it. You go down to the dark, you go down the dark, dark staircase to the dark, dark cellar, and the dark, dark cellar, there's all that kind of thing. Uh, It's our Halloween episode next week, by the way, next episode, by the way, so uh, we need to have a think about costumes. Okay, I'm wearing black, or as it is, by look, well, this jumper fades further black as we go down, actually. Uh, I'm not quite sure what you're wearing today, by the way. It's uh, it's it's a it's a shirt that one I once wore this in um I could have used this to show and tell I wore this for the first and probably only time in Hamburg a few years ago on a friend's stag do uh, Warren Keaton and uh and 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 I think on the picture somebody commented one of my friends obviously because friends are nasty like that saying that uh, it looked a bit like Johnny Vegas so I never wore it since oh. um, oh, but there you enough. go I've uh, well, I have well, lost well. a little bit of weight since then so it looks slightly better yeah. than it used to. Uh, but anyway, a, so I, I reckon quite, quite nice shirt. So. <laughs> I reckon that it was the first one she was using clicker clicker noises to teach these student students. Uh, yes, you'll be correct, all of them. And I bet she blamed them for COVID nineteen as well. Could Don't be near it. Next up, what what would Ling Jun Kong the award for biology? Was it assessing whether butterflies weighed more depending on their colour? The main telling was that blue and yellow butterflies were the heaviest. Or was it for discovering that dead magnetised cockroaches behave differently to living magnetised cockroaches? <laughs> uh, well, they're bound to, aren't they? One's dead, one's that, living. That rem- a dead human to... Re- reminds me of another stag do, actually. Uh, when I was in <laughs> I was in Benidorm, and um, yeah, this is going to be about cockroaches. I was in Benidorm and was at the, probably the worst hotel I've ever, ever been in. It was, it, it was like the Inbetweeners Hotel on the first Inbetweeners film. It was just like that one. And we saw a cockroach scuttling about, and I I couldn't... I, I knew I wasn't going to sleep unless that had gone. Bearing in mind, there were probably tons of others in the room as well, but yeah. just didn't see them. So I had to kind of throw a tissue onto it and get it in a tissue. And because I was so... I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good with bugs and spiders and things like that, but cockroaches, oh. Like, obviously, we don't get them over here very often, do we? So I, I got it in a tissue and launched it over the balcony because it was just the quickest and easiest way to get rid of it. And um, I got a bit of a telling off from the hotel owners who were sort of stood by the pool because there was yeah. there was lots of tissue kind of coming over the edges because I, I had no choice but to... I, I was in pure panic. I had to launch it somewhere and the balcony was the easiest place. And I had to shout down, El Cockroach! El Cockroach! <laughs> <laughs> you know, to try and to try and make them understand. As it happened, putting L in front of everything is not the way to do it. But anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to go then with the cockroaches one. Magnetised cockroaches. Yeah. Uh, you'll be correct. Well done. <laughs> uh, next up, what run Roger Michouet 
the award for anatomy. Was it for measuring the social temp- temperature asymmetry in naked and clothed postmen? Sorry, that's not. Uh, not I've not. Sorry, <laughs> um, my the words here are actually quite far away from me compared to normal, so I can't quite read them properly. Is it for measuring the scrotal temperature <laughs> asymmetry in naked and clothed postmen in France, or is it for measuring the average size of breasts of strippers? in all 50 American states and ranking. Louisiana was the largest, and North Dakota was the smallest. Right. See, this reminds me of another stag do. Um... <laughs> Hopefully on the second one, not first. But... Um, no, I'm only joking. I don't have any stag do, uh, anything stag do related to measuring breasts or scrotums, unfortunately. Uh, cockroaches? No. Anyway, uh, let's, let's go with so what was he doing for the first? I can't got the second one and what he was doing here, but what was he doing for the first one? Why postmen and ladies? Uh, postmen, just men, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 just, I'll just break it to you. Not many women have got scrotums, I think. So, uh, but yeah, for measuring the scrotal temperature asymmetry in naked and clothed postmen in France. So I'm assuming that he's how many to work out how, how many postmen in France deliver post naked? I don't know. I think they all they all wear shorts in this country, don't they? So that might be. Do you think that's why? Hold on a minute. We've got very unusual. Just just for our French listeners, Liposman. <laughs> well done. <laughs> a bilingual podcast at last, or trilingual because you did. So Spanish remember, basically, French, yeah, the, the 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 Spanish is put L in front of everything. The French is put le le in front of everything. Well, it depends, doesn't it? It's le, it's le or la, depending on it's feminine or masculine all oh, right okay so, and even strange as though it sounds i don't even know whether scrotum would be a masculine word because sometimes words that sound like they should be masculine or feminine and the other way around <laughs> last scrotum could be could be even though it should be less scrotum. Oh, right, okay. you thought less scrotum because i think le is masculine it could well be last scrotum which should be the feminine way of it this, this is why i would have failed french because i would have gone la la alpha and obviously got it completely okay. wrong. So let's go with the scrotum, shall we? <laughs> the postman scrotums. Postman uh, scrotum. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be correct. Well done. Hey! That would make for a very interesting episode of Postman Pat. Yeah. Uh, I think you did a great job of measuring the postman's sack. <laughs> I just thought, literally thought that one was wrong. So, uh, so what won Shergu Wantavi the award for chemistry? Is it for estimating the total saliva volume produced per day by a typical five-year-old child, or for working out a correlation between the volume of a bang made by a firework and the enjoyment that a five-year-old child would have? Oh, well, some five-year-olds are scared by fireworks that make loud bangs. Well, I suppose that's why they try and work the correlation out yeah. between the bang and, and the enjoyment. Oh, so they're saying it. that maybe less bang might... There might be like a median that's like a good amount of excitement, whereas a little yeah. bit's like a bit that's what's that's pointless. And then the yeah. this you know the medium ones get most enjoyment. Yeah, I see something in that maybe. And then the it first one was a, about how much saliva an average five-year-old produces. Yes. Hmm. Kids are very dribbly. Let's go with. Does they like fireworks? Yeah. Let's go with the second one. Fireworks. Yeah, you'd be wrong. It's a dribbly children. <laughs> Um, yeah, apparently he did some work to measure how much uh, children salivate. So there we go. Don't really got my thoughts on that yeah. particular point. Yeah. No, not particularly. I'm if, the, if it was a fireworks, I think it probably would have a bell curve. Because, yeah, you probably go up, low noise, people don't like it that much. Nice medium bit of noise, people like it. It goes back down, actually, no, it's too loud, people don't like it. Makes them scared. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good, 
would be would actually be a decent uh, decent bit of uh, research to do. And then a Catherine Maybe. wheel's just off the chart because they measure the dad's sort of enjoyment levels or whoever's put the fireworks yeah. up, and they're just petrified it's going to burn the shed down. <laughs> well, I think that's that's, that's why they sort of uh, people don't like having home firework displays anymore, do they? Because you know they'd rather go somewhere where you can see a local uh, local village park or whatever where they have firework displays as opposed to potentially burning down your next door neighbour's trees and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So what one Iman Farambaksha, the award for engineering. Is it for inventing a diaper-changing machine to use on infants, or for inventing the solar-powered torch? Hmm, diaper-changing machine. I, I, I can't even imagine how that... I mean, you know, that that's something that we've been doing for a long time, isn't it? Ch- changing nappies. Human race has been changing nappies for a long time without really any... I mean, I suppose they've got better sort of nappy, sticky things. Stuff. Well, you don't have to do the... I think in the old days, you do you'd have to do cloths, sort of didn't you? Nowadays, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wash them. Yeah. And dry them out and stuff. Uh, but yeah, and um, what was the other one again, sorry? Uh, the other one was for inventing the solar-powered torch. Hmm, which is obviously not great when you generally use a torch when it's dark, so you just, you've just got to leave your torch out in the sun as long as you can, mm-hmm. basically. Charge it up, yeah. Hmm. Well, then, this is, this is the Noble Award, so... I'm going to go with the first one. The invented a diaper-changing yeah. machine. Correct, well done. See, I might have fell for it if you'd have changed that for nappies because that's the British version, so it sounds like you've kind of copied and pasted that one. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Spotted that. Well done. Yeah, well, I have to think, have to think carefully before reading this one out. <laughs> um, what did Harbip Gidek do uh, to win the award for economics? Was it for understanding which countries, uh, which countries' coins were best at stacking on top of each other? This encompassed the pound coin, US dollar, the one euro coin, and Japanese 500 sen coin. Or was it for testing which country's paper money was best at transmitting dangerous bacteria? Probably quite relevant, actually. Yeah. The second one at the moment in terms of uh, coronavirus. Well, the, the sort of new banknotes that we've got, which are pretty pointless because less people are using them now anyway, uh, they are like kind of more, the more, they last a bit longer, don't they? They're harder to rip. You can put them in the wash and they can come out supposedly okay. They can kind of like wipe clean and stuff compared uh, to the well, old ones. What do you do on your money? Um, <laughs> oh, the queen. Yes, you... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you can, they can actually go through the washing machine, although obviously yeah, that uh, does increase the risk of money laundering. <clears throat> yeah, yes, well done. But yeah, because, uh, because, they're, because they're plastic and not, uh, and not paper, it uh, means that they're a bit more hard-wearing. Let's go with the second one then, because I think that's quite relevant, um, although you probably wouldn't have known that at the time. That's uh, paper money and tran- transmitting bacteria. You'd be correct, well done. Uh, what run Francis McGlone, the award for peace? Uh, and uh, Again, probably worth pointing out, and all of these people who've won these awards, it's not just them, they're kind of part of a wider team, but I don't want to read okay. all the names out because I can barely pronounce one of the names, um, all sort of six or seven at a time. So what run Francis McGlone, the award for peace? Was it for trying to measure the pleasurability of scratching an itch? Or was it for doing a detailed analysis of Ross and Rachel's friendship, or relationship rather, on Friends, which concluded they're actually a pretty good match for each other? <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of pleasurability in scratching an itch, though, isn't there? That That is... I mean, well, this is the thing. You, you probably didn't need to... You, you probably didn't need to, like, actually do research for that because that's just quite a given, yeah. isn't it? Um, and again, the Ross and Rachel thing, like, that's basically... Is he being paid for this research? He's just being paid to watch Friends. You know, if he's, um, if he's, been, if he's used a grant to do this, which a lot of research is done on. Yeah, I think... 
think normally speaking, when you when you're getting money for doing research, it normally has to be decent research. I don't know kind of who funds it, whether it's all just their own work doing sort of purely in their own time. Bear in mind, most of this sort of stuff is a load of most of the things that win these awards aren't particularly groundbreaking or particularly. Useful. I'm gonna go so, with. I'm gonna go with. The, do you like Friends? Are you are you into Friends? Uh, it's all right. I've not seen it. Well, I've not seen it for about 15 years, but it's not been on for about 15 years. So. At the uh, time, I quite liked it. Yeah. Let's go. I'm, I'm, not something I've I've watched a lot of, but uh, I've, I've, enough to know about the characters and stuff. I'm gonna go friends. Okay. Uh, you'll be wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, what run Patricia Yang the award for physics? Is it for working out how much a kangaroo's ability to jump deteriorates as they get older, or for studying how and why? Wombats make cube-shaped species. Oh. So this is a bit like the older... Last week there was one, or last episode, there was one about the study of whether human, frozen human feces makes good knives. So maybe it's whether... Uh, it was, yeah. Whether... Um, what, wombat feces? Did you say it's cube-shaped or something? Yeah. So whether it makes make good, good ice cubes. Dice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes good yeah. bricks. Um Let's go with uh, so it's either kangaroos or wombats. Both both of Australia, aren't they? Tend, or they tend to be. Uh, yes, yeah. So whether kangaroos jumps get well, I mean that's fairly obvious because you'd imagine that would be the case as with anything. I don't think uh, I can well, jump. I don't think I can jump as high as I could five ten years ago. Uh, well, I think they were trying to scientifically sort of say as they get to a certain age and it sort of reduces by a certain percentage and all that sort of stuff hmm. in terms of their long term ability to to jump. Um, okay. And all that sort of stuff, uh, and and obviously. Well, the bit about the cube shaped feces is pretty much self explanatory, I would have thought. <laughs> we're trying to work out why they were doing it. <laughs> I mean, does it, does it they got some kind of is it like play though, you know, their 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 bummel where it kind of like comes out in a cube shape. I mean you should be able to get different, different moulds of play, don't you? You get star shapes and all that sort of stuff. They put a bit of fitting on the bottom of it and you might get different shapes coming out, who knows? Let's go with the wombats and their square feces. Uh correct, you'll be right, well done. You were talking about the uh, the actual creature there, not the band as well. Not the band, yeah. yeah. The, the actual the animals in Australia. Um, so finally, last question. I think you've done pretty well so far, aren't you? Probably probably just over half marks. Yeah, I think so. Um, so what run Fritz Strack the award for psychology? Is it for discovering that holding a pen in one's mouth makes someone smile, which makes the person happy? Later on, he then did some research discovering that that was wrong. <laughs> Or is it for researching how much how much keener people with embarrassing names are to get married and change their name? His wife's maiden name was Wiener. <laughs> so he was looking to see whether whether people who were divorced it made them want to ch- how quickly they wanted to change their name. Basically, uh, no, no. So if someone's born with a fairly embarrassing surname, yeah. like for example Wiener, how soon they want uh, to get married? how soon they want to get married. All oh, right, okay. And whether they've got a greater motivation to get married sooner, partly just to change their name, as well as to marry the love of their life, no doubt, who right. named Wiener. Or, it's the first one, was that he did some research that involved putting a pen in your mouth, like you're doing right now. All right. Makes people, makes people smile, and therefore makes them happier because they're smiling because they've got a pen in the mouth. But are you? However, is it? Is it the people looking at the person with the pen in the mouth or the person with the pen in the mouth? No, the person with the pen in the mouth. However, he then did some research later on, which basically said that that's not true and the, the research I'd done earlier isn't correct. So he researched to find out whether his own research was a load of bollocks? 
uh, effectively, yes, later down the line, he researched it again and turned out that he discredited his own work <laughs> from earlier on. The, Let's go uh, with that one. So it's the it's the pen one and not the wiener one. Yeah. Uh, well done, you'll be correct. Well, there we go. That was interesting. I'm looking forward to fu- future versions of that as well. Uh, yeah, it's quite quite a, quite a decent topic. We'll we'll see what 2018 holds for us in future years. In a future <laughs> How many now years now. have these awards been going? Oh, I think they started in the 1990s as well, so oh. we'll be able to spin about 20 odd years, 20 odd episodes out of this. Plenty of content. Thank you yeah. very much, Fisher. Yeah, thank you. So, thank you for listening. This uh, is going to be our last ever episode, as uh, I will be embarking on a cake decorating slash horse grooming cake making in the shape of horses and then grooming the hairs out of it career. And Fisher is about to take up professional boxing, is that right? Absolutely, yeah, but it's... uh... Jimbo, it's great to know that eventually you've uh, you've got that career in grooming that you're always, uh, (laughs) always, always on the lookout for, so well done. I was gonna, um, I was gonna ask uh, people a question actually um, about you know because I did a feature about celebrity names, didn't I? And stage names and things like that earlier, a quiz about that. And I was gonna ask yeah. people what would be your um, stage name. Uh, so I mean, I've put this on now. If you could have a stage name, what would it be? Um, you know, I, I was thinking along this because a lot of people who were called James or whatever changed their um, their their sort of stage names to Jimmy, like Jimmy Tarbuck, um, Jimmy Savile. I'm sorry, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, if you, and then you obviously mentioned the new career in grooming that uh, I appear to. <laughs> so maybe I won't do that after all. But anyway, um, so if you could have a stage name, Fisher. I mean, we kind of both have, haven't we? I go by Jimbo, you go by Fisher. Yeah, so that's pretty much answers your own question, really. <laughs> could, would you have anything else? Well, no, well, maybe on the next episode. we Should, should we start this episode again, actually, after uh, like about an hour and 40 minutes since I... Uh, welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 79, starring James... And Christopher. <laughs> wouldn't have the same ring to it. Exactly. Uh, it's episode 77, by the way, if you, if you know that. sorry. Yeah, not really. It's, it's, it's lasted that long, I forgot what number we're on. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm getting a bit distracted, actually, at the moment, in terms of episode numbers, because uh, I'm not sure if you're aware, but do you, do you know what the significance is of, next week's episode, uh, of the next episode do, episode 78? I I think I think I know this. I think I'm going to have to take yeah. a wild stab that that is the number of episodes of the fish tank that you did. Uh, yeah, that is. I did uh, 18 months worth of episodes of the Fish Tank when I was doing that, and the final one that we did was episode 78. We we came back for a couple of specials afterwards, but during the original run, we did 78 episodes. So that's that's. Yeah. And for anyone who's who's not seen the Fish Tank, um, well done. Um, <laughs> if you go to well, wasteofwebspace.co.uk, uh, they're all on there, and they are very funny. Like. They are they are worth a watch. It's, it's, it looks like it was filmed on you know on 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 the first ever video camera, didn't it? It was a terrible webcam you had, but like actually the content's great. Have a, have a watch if you can. Yeah, that's that's. I think that started what in two thousand. That, that was when I was shooting university. I think it started back two thousand seven. I think we probably yeah went for about eighteen months into two thousand and eight. Is that not when we started this uh, episode as well? Feels like it, yeah. Um, but yeah, I did that as a student, as a video diary thing, and that was a. I think it lasted about five to ten minutes each, something along those lines. We also went out to various other places, didn't we, to do bits of recording in my bathtub, Cleethorpes, bird cage on top of a tank. Um, yeah, disappeared, yeah. Uh, yeah, lots of different yeah. places on a cricket field. 
Yeah. On a tower. So, Keppel's column. Keppel's. Well, we went on the, next to the tower, weren't we? A Keppel's column leering over my shoulder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next time is something we can. Yeah, feel that we've achieved something there in terms of getting up to that same. It's, it's going to be in the Waste of Web Space podcast with my dominant um, <laughs> output, really. There we go. There we go. So, thank so, you very much for listening. Uh, tweet us at Waste of Web Space, Instagram as well, Waste of Web Space, uh, Facebook, the same. Everything's the same. Just find us, write a review if you can, uh, leave us some comments, and uh, we might even give you a shout out in the next episode. But thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. Yeah, thank you very much. Have, have we got anything more to add, Jimbo, at all? We didn't mention the fact that uh, on an episode of Pointless, he had a picture of Michael Gove and it had a letter C underneath it. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> I think, I think you probably had to be there to watch it at the time, but it was quite amusing. Never I mind. The picture, didn't you? But there we go. We've got some headlines as well for last week. We'll not bother. Next time. See you later. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. Do not like Johnny Vegas.